I got a guy who's very well known, and we are so pleased that he's back with us. Talked to him, I guess, over the weekend. I've been keeping my fingers crossed that things would go well and that the voice of the Alabama football program, Eli Gold, would be back with us. Here he is. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I am well, gentlemen. How are you doing? We are doing wonderful. It is so. I'm serious, Eli. I don't. It is so good to hear your voice. It really is on well, WNSP. Um, why don't you? You know, I mean, we could get into sports, but I. I think it's more important now to to let people know what has been going on in your words and how are you doing right now, health wise. I'm doing fine. Uh, let's start with that. Uh, I do have another. As, as folks know, I've had cancer, and uh, I have had, uh, uh, you know, it, it's not been easy. It's not been simple by any stretch. But I do have just one more chemotherapy session to go, and the doctors are really pleased. Everybody's excited. And if the doctors are pleased, then I'm pleased. And that's, you know, I feel wonderful. Uh, I, I'm, I've had to do a lot. I, I, my legs stopped working Lee, way back uh, over a year ago. I woke up one morning, and my legs wouldn't work. I mean, I went to bed. I was walking. I walked into the bedroom. I wake up the next morning. My legs don't work. Uh, and it took a while for the people at UAB Hospital and many other hospitals to figure out exactly what was going on. Uh, they, were, they were treating me for things that were, in actuality, masking what was wrong with me. So they couldn't find out what was wrong with me. Uh, long story short, they finally found that I had cancer, uh, and I got uh, the news of that on Christmas Eve. So, you know, Merry Christmas. And then uh, on New Year's Eve, uh, I started with my first, uh, my first chemotherapy treatment. And I've been doing it ever since. And I have, uh, like I said, one more. To a week from tomorrow is my last uh, chemotherapy session. And I'll be fine, Lord willing. And, uh, you know, and we move on. It's just been very, very difficult, though. Um, you know, it's, I spent a hundred and I think it was 176 or 186 days in the hospital. Okay. You understand the scope of that number. 186, I mean, over a half a year in the hospital. Uh, I, I was in and out of UAB five or six times. I've been to other facilities. I've been to a uh, a nursing home, uh, uh, not for nursing home standards, if you will, but because that was a place that I could get the kind of coverage and, and treatment that I needed. Uh, so I got that. I've, I've been all over the place. But um, now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm able to walk. I, I do walk best with a walker. Uh, although, so there's no, there's no, you know, it's not embarrassing. You got to use it. You use it. I can walk best with a walker. I can walk, you know, fairly well with a cane. I can also walk well without either one of them. But nobody really wants me to do that. You know what I'm saying? They're afraid I'll, I'll take a tumble. 
and then I can't get up because my legs are not yet strong enough uh, to lift me. And, um, you know, the, uh, and I say to lift me, we all chuckle, but I'm not the guy I used to be. Uh, I, I lost 140, 140 pounds, something like that. Uh, I just had no interest in eating. I, I couldn't keep anything down. I was sick. I mean, the doctors told Claudette, my wife, they told her a couple of times that I might not make it through the night. So I was a very sick boy. And uh, turns out, uh, you know, that I have gotten better. But, uh, you know, there's, there's still work to be done. Um, I'm not looking at A-Day as a return. That's not going to happen uh, a week from tomorrow, uh, a week from Saturday, rather. But um, I am, you know, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, uh, I am planning to be back in time for the start of the regular season. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll may, I may show up with a walker, and if that's the case, you know, big darn deal. I mean, there are tons of people who use walkers in this world. Uh, if I can get by with a cane, I'll do that, whatever it is. But, um, you know, the university has been wonderful. Uh, they have been so supportive of me, uh, and, and I appreciate that. You know, the phone will ring. It'll be Greg Barn. It'll be, you know, it'll be Nick Saban or Kerry Saban or let alone my bosses, you know, at, at the Learfield arm of things. Um, it, it's just been wonderful. You know, my wife has been uh, such a trooper, man. Uh, I don't know how many of your listeners have had significant illness. I'm, I'm not talking about catching a cold. I'm talking about significant illness. Well, the person who is a caregiver is, I mean, that is one of the toughest jobs in the world. Giving, being a caregiver on a long-term basis for somebody who has been ill or is ill. Uh, and, and Claudette has been spectacular. She has been uh, she's looked after me. She's, I'll tell you, in all those 180 days or whatever it is that I was in the hospitals, there was maybe, maybe a week, one week altogether when either she or Elise, our daughter, were not up in the hospital with me. I had, you know, I had friends come up. Um, thank goodness they brought food for me. Not that I would eat it all the time, but it was better than hospital food, you know. And um, so it's it's been a it's been a tough run. It's been a tough run. Uh, and now, like I said, now I'm uh, I'm walking well, but with a walker. And if that's what it's going to be, it is. I'm taking therapy still, and I'll continue that right on through. Who knows when, you know? But. Uh, that's the latest, Lee. That's, that's, the, uh, that's not necessarily the Reader's Digest version, but it's certainly the abridged version because if I started going through everything that I did and dealt with uh, over 180 days in the hospital and everything else, we'd never get off the air. Yeah, and I, I just, as I wrap my head around this, and I didn't know all of this, and I, I know your, your wife kind of kept me in touch, 
to go that long without getting the true diagnosis, that's what I, I find so hard to believe. That, with that all was the- amazing. We could not get a diagnosis. And this is not a shot at anybody at UAB or anybody else. It's just the fact of what it was. They could not figure out what the deal was. You know, they, they'd give me, uh, you know, steroids to take care of one thing. Well, the steroid might was, was masking something else. And it was one of those things where, you know, they would say, you got to, you know, we got to send you home. And I said, we're not going home without a diagnosis. And, you know, like I said, I was in and out of UAB six times. Uh, I was at uh, Lake Shore. I was at another facility between Birmingham uh, and Atlanta, a uh, what I would what I would call the, a nursing home, but it is also more of a skilled nursing facility, uh, more than anything else. Uh, I mean, I went everywhere and just could not. And finally, finally, you're going to laugh. It's not funny, but it's humorous to some degree. I ended up with a terrible case of the hiccups. I was hiccuping and hiccuping to such a degree that I couldn't, this was in December, middle to late December. I was hiccuping to such a degree, I couldn't even catch my breath. I mean, I was struggling to breathe because I couldn't get any breath because I was hiccuping. Well, the doctor who they brought in to figure this deal out with the hiccups is the one who stumbled upon what that was doing and why it was happening. And, and because of that, I was having, I had cancer. The, the hiccups in, in a roundabout caused the cancer or, you know, vice versa. And, and, and they learned from that. But uh, Lee, it was just, it was awful. And man, it was scary. Uh, and what you know, they're good people. I had a, uh, I had a great uh, person in Claudette, you know, acting as my, uh, as a, you know, as my ombudsman, if you will, or whatever term you want to choose. And uh, now, thank God, we're in the right direction, and uh, I've got well, one more chemo to go. Eli, you. You know, in, in adversity, from adversity comes greatness. And, of course, you've already achieved greatness in a lot of things you've done. But one thing about the struggle you've been through, you found out what your wife and your children were about. They were there yep. for you. But, man, we just, we just want you back. And, man, whatever you got to do, if you got to get you one of those motorized vehicles, you need yeah. to, we need you back. We've missed you. Oh, I appreciate it. I and missed it. We've missed you so much, and I want to thank you for back in the day when I was at Alabama and you and the Snake were doing our games, and I knew right. then I knew then what you were about, and uh, well, the, the, the game needs you, man. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get you back back doing what you do. That's great. Uh, I I'm know looking you, forward to it. I know you've missed it. Can I ask you one question? Um, you could ask me anything you'd like. Okay, we just. I may not answer. I may not answer you, but you can ask it. Okay. <laughs> well, I just wanted right. to talk to you about Bryce Young. You know, Bryce is about to be one of the top picks in the draft, and you have a lot of experience with Bryce. 
and uh, yeah. just wanted you to kind of share with our listeners what kind of man he is because you know I think he was truly a great quarterback for the University of Alabama. Oh, he was, but he was a better man. If you know, and, and it's tough to it's tough to qualify that. You know, how, how good is a player? How good is a person? But he was outstanding. He was special. He dealt with everybody in such a wonderful way. He was just a nice guy who happened to be a have God-given talent. And, uh, you know, now it'll be interesting to see exactly, you know, where he goes in the draft. Uh, but it, it, is, it was a thrill and an honor uh, to watch him and be able to talk about him. Of course, Chris had that on our Chris Stewart last year, but uh, yeah, I, I, I was thrilled and honored to be able to talk about uh, Bryce while I did. Did you did you help him a little bit in the beginning? Did you help him as far as learning to be the personality that he was? No, sir. That was all his parents and all of his folks in the upbringing. He was. I did not, you know, I, I really, I'm, I'm available to these young men if they have a question. There have been some over the years who have asked me stuff, and I've given them an idea for an interview, I what have you. But no, uh, everything you saw from Bryce was, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Young raising their their son. Yep. Unfortunately, Eli, we've kind of really run out of time. I'm way over the uh, a lot, a lot of time because we got take it out of take it out of weather. Okay, I'm just kidding. I no, no. I really no. This was special. Okay, this was special. So glad you're back. That's the main thing. I I just want to let you know that I'm going to mention that you know Dex Imaging Eli uh, talks about that a lot, and we'll get into that next week. And we appreciate Dex Imaging with me. And we're returning now. This is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be Thursdays or if we'll revert back to our regular Wednesday. Uh, Lee and I will discuss that. But, yeah, Dex is back, wonderful folks, and uh, I, I can't wait to get back on the schedule with everybody down in the, the Mobile area. Thank you for sharing your time with us. I appreciate it, my friend. We'll be back. You guys take you care. Bet. All right. The voice Bye-bye. of the Crimson Tide football. Wow, what an ordeal. I didn't realize it was that detailed.